everybody. It's Good Boys, Bad Habits. I'm Hampton. And I'm Hampton. And it's the Double Hampton Show. <laughs> Guess who's not here anymore? Michael. Mike, Mike's gone again. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed your week with Michael. He um, just reels you in just to toss you back out again. His next scheduled time to be on the podcast, I believe, is the end of December. Don't quote me on it. I have no idea. But me and Brian are here um, with the premiere NFL podcast. The number one NFL podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina is what some are saying. Well, that's what that's what the charts are saying on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. We were actually ranked. We were actually mentioned in an article also. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so article. You can just go ahead and just search Good Boys, Bad Habits <laughs> podcast article and we're in one of them. Um, getting great reviews of the last episode. We're back in our natural habitat of talking about football, um, handing out picks, um, which I'm not going to say how I did last week. Man of honor. Not going to give numbers out. I was minus two units on the NFL day on Sunday. That's Hey, that's a win. I will not talk about college football. I will not talk about Thursday night football. My my underdog of the week last last week was right on target. The best read of my life. Raiders? Saints. Oh, Miners Raiders. I also picked Raiders last week, so that's two. What, 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 let's just say college football this weekend was a bloodbath. I think I missed on... So, I missed on most plays, but the one I got the most right was Oklahoma minus 50 because they won 76-0. to Well, I think, I think I needed a week like this just to remind me of who I am. Humble yourself? Just say, Brian, you were only in a heater for like three days. Hey, marathon. Not it's a, a marathon. Uh, speaking of marathons, our good friend Pearson is running a marathon October 2nd on the Cary Greenway. Uh, we invite anyone and everyone to come support him. Me and Brian will be drinking at it. Uh, we might <laughs> we might go see him run in the morning, Have come a back mimosa. home. Ooh, I like that. Have mimosas at the start. Meet him at like mile 13. Run we, one mile, we a get, beer mile. We get a beer mile in, and then we meet him at the finish. So if you want to come join, it's going to be a fun all-day event. It's going to be an afternoon, is what the people are saying. So um, go ahead and clear your schedules. October... Second, Te- text him your well wishes. Uh, maybe give him some tips, some songs, some podcasts to listen to. Uh, he already oh. listens to all of these. I was about so. to say, I got one he can listen to. Good boys, bad habits. We'll we'll put out a we'll put out. How long do you think it's going to take? About four hours, five hours? No, sorry, like about six, six hours. Six or seven. So we'll put out like a I don't know like a three and a half hour podcast that week. Mm-hmm. Get him get him to mile thirteen. Mm-hmm. And that's also for y'all. We're doing that for y'all also. Maybe we'll just like read a book or something, <laughs> audio book with our voices. Be the, you know how you know how hard that would be for us to read a book, out loud. I'd mix up every other word. I'd be fine at it. I suck at reading out loud. That's why I don't do it. Are right, you ready for the question of the day? Yeah. Um, this is inspired by the two flies in this room. If you could turn into any insect, what would you turn into? Weird question. Mm-hmm. Like wasps would be cool, but then as soon as you sting someone, you're dead. Yeah, that's a that's a lame. Imagine getting so mad. The worst one to turn into would probably like a cockroach. Yeah, that's but you live disgusting. forever. I don't like this question because I don't like insects. Me neither. That's the point of the question. All right, get fine. The brain working. Fine, I'll I'll be the one that becomes a butterfly. <laughs> Which one's that? Centipede. Caterpillar. Yeah, I'll be a centipede. Become a butterfly <laughs> later in my life. Centipede is the one with too many legs. You know, what? I take it back. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna be Scyther from Pokemon. 
Um, I think that if I had to turn into an insect, I'd want to be one that dies quickly, so I'd Ant. pick mosquito. Cool. Just short and sweet. Get it over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine how imagine how horrible it would be if we actually get reincarnated as things and we come back in our next life and we're just a fucking insect. Oh, if, I get re- if I'm getting reincarnated, I ask to turn into John Gruden. <laughs> That's not a bad one. I thought you were going to say couch or something. The couch would be a fun one. I thought you were going to say something inanimate. Well, um, well, if we're speaking inanimate, I think I'd want to be like a refrigerator. I'll be a. I'd like to be a skyscraper. No, you can't be a building. Hockey. You have to be an inanimate household object. Hockey stick. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dang it, that was a good question. We should yeah. use that as question of the yeah. day. So, if you could be any inanimate household object that you can find in your house or in your garage. Or in your laundry room, if that's detached from your house, and you use it as a garage, hockey, uh, what would you be? Hockey stick. Maybe a lawnmower? No. You rest up, and then you're used, and then everyone's like, oh, shit, the lawn looks so good, so you're, like, praised? I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. If, unless you're a riding lawnmower, which one day I will have. Amen. Mark my words, I will have one. I feel like that's, like, a 37-year-old purchase. 100%. You know how happy men are that ride around their lawnmower and just cut grass every weekend because they can? Do you know anyone that does that? Back when I lived in the Burbs, I would see it every now and then. Back in the Burbs? I'm I'm living in the city now. I got that city life. But back in the Burbs, that was happening on the weekends, on the daily. You're just a big city guy now, and now you can't can't speak on it. Yeah, I can't buy a riding lawnmower and I'm living in my penthouse. Well, let's get into this week. Well, first, recapping this week... J.R. Smith's tweet of the week. Oh um, yeah, well, that's our first segment of the day. Yes. Yes. So, J.R. Smith's best tweet of the week. Uh, student at North Carolina A&T, go Aggies. Um, the tweet of the week from him this week is: "My head is spinny from all this knowledge." <laughs> Attached to it is a gif of a guy passing out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the man, and also. First of all, that man's learning so much that he's passing out from knowledge. That man's hitting the books. Scary. Scary. Could turn into the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Also, he got a 75 out of 75 on two African-American history quizzes this week. So, good job, JR. Um, Knows his history. For everyone that wants to keep up with JR's educational journey, this will be a weekly thing. So, there you go. Great. The rest of, the rest of this, we got NFL Week 1 recap. We got good pats getting the kennels, and then we make our picks for some college and for some NFL. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump into week one. First question of the day, are the Bills bad? Because they looked pretty bad, and the Steelers' defense looked immaculate. Well, the Steelers' defense is immaculate. Yes. Maybe it was one of those things for the Bills where everyone in the world said, oh, they're the only ones that can contend for the title in the AFC against the Chiefs. And it got to their heads. And maybe it got to their heads because uh, – you're putting a lot on a team that hasn't really shown that they can win big games. Does that mean that the Bills aren't made for the moment? Uh, yeah. mm. No, I'm gonna choose my words carefully. I'm not. I'm not gonna answer that question. I don't want to make the city of Buffalo mad because I know the city of Buffalo is made for the moment. But maybe not the Bills. I, hey, I didn't say it. That's why I said maybe. I didn't say it. Wasn't the one that said it. Does this mean Pittsburgh's actually good? Uh, no, it means they have a great defense, and they're going to go. Najee Harris, about 20 carries, about 20 yards. Is he their offensive No, their offensive line sucks. They couldn't run the ball last year. They can't run the ball this year. 
Which, thank God I didn't draft Najee Harris because... So it's not James Conner's fault? No. I mean, so Najee could Harris... could James Conner still be good at football? Yeah, he could. J- Look, Najee Harris is better than James Conner. However, there's only so much you can do when your offensive line is trash. Okay. Also, Big Ben, he's skinny now. Looking like he's not getting as much under the ball. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same thing. He looks a little frail out there and like you could throw him around. Like I think he's a little bit more scared to hit the grass. Yeah, old Big Ben would stand in there and take three guys down with him while he delivered a dart. Yeah. New Big Ben, he he anyone comes near him, he's just collapsing to the ground. I'm ready to see him scamper for a first down. I haven't seen that in a while. I th- I think he's just as slow. He's just lost a bunch of weight. Fair enough. Um, question number two: Do the Packers suck, <laughs> or is New Orleans the real deal? I think New Orleans is also a team that has a great defense. Or does this game not count since it was played in Jacksonville? That's it. Everyone knows Aaron Rodgers does really shitty in Florida. It's actually a very weird stat of how bad he is in Florida. Really? There's something there. There's something in the water there. Which is weird because you think he would play better in good conditions compared to that place that he plays in. That tundra. Um, But also I think maybe, hear me out, it had something to do with the fact that uh, him and Devontae Adams weren't there the whole offseason and didn't talk to anybody and nothing got done until a month ago. Here's what it is. It's his damn haircut. Oh, his hair is horrible. He looks like he is part of the Wild Hogs group. I don't know who the Wild Hogs you are. you never seen that movie, Mm-mm. Wild Hogs? No. That, Instant it. classic? Definitely not. It's like a Tim Allen movie. Is and it better than Space Jam 2? They're old men and they ride motorcycles around the country. That sounds about right. That's what um, he looks like. I was watching it. I was watching that game with my girlfriend, Lauren. Quick shout out to her. She has always hated Aaron Rodgers her whole life for no reason. Doesn't really know anything about him. Paying off right now. But she gasped when she saw him and saw how bad he looked. He looks terrible. He looks like he's been through hell. Which is weird because he had an off season of just living life in Malibu and getting married or What's engaged. What's that TV show about people riding motorcycles? Buns, Sons, of, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, he looks like he could be in that. Yeah. In his post-game interview. Yeah, he or he just looks like he's been coming off a three-month bender, which is kind of what he was on. Good for him. Yeah, good for you. We, but you're we've not all gonna, been there. Look, get your MVP. Realize you're probably not going to win a title because your defense is not good enough. Go on a bender, make everything about you for months, and then come out and just get paid. What Aaron Rodgers' hair looks like is what Mike looked like during quarantine when he would <laughs> comb his hair back after a shower. <laughs> I know. I know that man, Aaron, got money for a for a haircut. Mm-hmm. But I guess he's engaged now, so he's got he ain't got no one to impress. True. He's let go. Let's talk about something else in this game. Jameis Winston. New eyes. How do you throw five touchdowns and only 150 yards? Efficiency. It has to be some sort of record. That's it really has crazy. to be. Like it has to be the least amount of yards thrown to have at least five touchdowns thrown. What, I, what were they doing? I, I guess Aaron Rodgers was turning the ball over, and then they would yeah. run it. Granted, I didn't watch much of that game because it, it was really ugly. It was during the Chiefs game. Why would I watch that game? Yeah. Plus, plus, hear me out. Over was set at 49.5. I took the over. That's going to that's gonna hurt hey, one team hey. that scores three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, when you see the final scoreboard and it says a team scored 38 and the over's at 49, you're feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. But then you see the other then you team score like, three. Mini scroll. And you're like, like ooh. ooh, that's not good. Uh-huh. Uh, Jameis looked good. Yeah, he did. He looks like he's having fun. He looks happier than he was in Tampa Bay. He picked up 50 of his yards on one touchdown pass. Um, Alvin Kamara played great. Yeah, Marcus did. Callaway was a no-show. Yep. Juwan Johnson, their new tight end, didn't even know. Apparently he's 
top ten tight end in the league now. No. <laughs> Caught two touchdowns. I think he only had two targets. Actually, we'll get to this when we're done recapping week one. But um, good for good for Jameis. It's good. I'm happy for him. He deserves it. Taysom Hill does not deserve anything. Um, Let me get that out there. Let's go into a bad game for two seconds. Eagles-Falcons. Falcons still suck. Jalen Hurts is good, and I'm going to stand by it. I, I understood why people over the offseason had questions about Jalen Hurts. But to me, I don't – like, he makes smart plays. He's good on the run. He's a leader. How do you not like him? How do you think he's not going to be a good – like, the quarterbacks in that division are so bad. Mm-hmm. Besides Dak Prescott. Like, he's going to be the second-best quarterback in this division and for a long magic, time. And Fitzmagic asterisk. Yeah, it's Taylor Heineke now. Yep. But Jalen Hurts is legit. I'm not saying he's going to be a top-five quarterback, but he's going to be a good quarterback. After Sunday, his jersey sales is number one in the league, and it jumped 500%. Good for him. Good for him. He's good, and I'm going to stand by it. I'm on the Jalen Hurts hype train. I'm off of the two. I was actually never on the two hype train, but I'm, I'm saying that I'm off now. Eagles win big time. Nice. Uh, let's let's go into an AFC, an AFC North NFC North showdown. Battle of the North Vikings Bengals. Man, if you had to ask me in my life, what two teams do I not want to watch play each other? Those two are pretty much up there. But if we also said like front like name five teams this weekend that might go into overtime, those two both would have been on the list. Oh yeah, and these two were the perfect candidates to to finish the season with a tie. Because they're both of these teams are just ugly enough. They got damn close. They were so close. They wanted a tie so badly. Mm-hmm. The Bengals, it feels like the Bengals have a tie every year. And then Kirk Cousins is that quarterback where he can't win you games very often, but he can sure as hell lose them close or tie him. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um, Jamar Chase is better than Justin Jefferson. No. If you look at one game, he was. Joe Burrow is better than Kirk Cousins. Yes, 100%. And that affects wide receivers. How many times did Kirk Cousins throw for four yards on a third and long? Probably a lot. I'll put it at 11. Man, that's an ugly game. It was a high scoring, though, so it was fun to watch the highlights. Was it 27-24? But, man, I could not sit down and watch that game for three hours. Great. Let's talk about a fun game. <laughs> uh, Titans-Cardinals. Was it fun? The well, Titans, it depends on whose side you're on. The Titans might have too much <clears throat> talent to actually be good. Is it, that, is it the same... Uh, the problem like what, that the Falcons had when every single one of their starting players was a first-round pick, but they sucked? Kind of. It's more like in poker when you have so many outs, but you don't hit it. Mm. Mm. Huh. The Like, the Titans suck. No, I think it's poker. You hand it ace-king, mm-hmm. and you go all-in pre-flop against some tens. And you, you got more ahead of you. You're a little bit behind. You got more, you got more in front of you, but you lose. Okay. Because the other... I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know where you're going with that either. Because it doesn't feel like poker. Whatever you said. Either way. Titans suck. The Titans don't suck. Yeah, they just... Yeah, they do. Hear me out. The Cardinals are good. I've been tricked. The Cardinals were good last year. Chandler Jones had six sacks in this game, dude. Oh, well, Taylor Lewan got absolutely destroyed the entire game. Mm-hmm. He was... Honestly, I'll probably go look at PFF later, but he had to be the worst graded tackle in this in this week. Kyler Murray looked really good, though. Um, he had four touchdowns. Always looks good. And a rushing touchdown. That game was supposed to be the over of the century. And it was we honestly got robbed. They needed a touchdown going into the fourth quarter. Oh, man, they're, making, no me, scoring. they're making me pay for this article. Well, don't pay. I'm not paying for it. All right, here's what, here's what the people want me to talk about. I'll talk about it 
right now. The Patriots will be fine. Um, yeah, word on the street is Mac Jones has everything Brady had in him. I'm not going to say that. That's what Boston sports media is saying, which I don't listen to them because they're all lunatics. Okay. And they're so delusional. Um, but that's what Boston sports media is saying. The The Patriots will be fine because they have a good defense. Their offense isn't going to be great. No, but I do like Mac Jones. Yeah. I also love the fact that he didn't throw the ball downfield ever. Yeah, it was awesome. Man, he is actually, I take it back, he's Brady. System quarterback, just checkdowns. Brady never became a quarterback until he played at Tampa Bay. Okay. He was system. What about when he had Randy Moss? The difference is, Randy Moss is like when you have Calvin Johnson. Yeah, but. You just get them the ball, it doesn't matter. But that was like the only two years that Brady had someone that was actually a deep threat. I remember, I remember those teams where he had... Uh, and when he had young Gronk. Muhammad Sanu. I remember those teams. He had deep threats. I mean, Brandon Cooks was his second had, best deep threat since Randy Moss. He had Nikhil Harry? No. Nikhil Harry it wasn't he had himself. Anto- he had Antonio Brown. For a game, and you saw what he did. Was, that game was also against the Dolphins. Uh-huh. Um, that's why I'm betting the Patriots this week. Um, I like Mac Jones, too. I think he's going to be a great system quarterback, and he's going to make beautiful seven-yard out routes all day. Well, let's talk about your team. I mean... Let's talk about the Thurs. All right. So, the Panthers won in convincing fashion. There was really no... 19-14? That's a football score. Uh-huh. That's a hand-in-the-dirt, blue-collar football score, and that's what kind of team this is. Matt Drool led us to a great win. Matt Drool. Um, <laughs> he just drools all the time. I don't know what's up with him. Uh, He's sleepwalking. And I'll get to it a little bit more later, but Panthers defensive line, very, very legitimate. Yeah, Shaq Brian, so good. Shaq Thompson? Yeah, whatever his name is. Middle linebacker. Brian Burns is disgusting. Yeah, he's always been good. Sammy D, this was the perfect game for him. You play a shit defense, and you just let him work. And Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore looked amazing. Robbie Anderson's so fast. And Christian McCaffrey, there's so much firepower on that offense, but it's going to be like, when we play our good defense, can the offensive line hang in there long enough? You mean this weekend? Oh, yeah, when we lose by three touchdowns to the Saints. When you play the Saints? Yeah. Don't worry, that game is one of the games we'll talk about later. We'll get to more. Oh, God, that game's going to be so painful to watch. I already know how the Panthers are going to lose. Also, let's talk about Monday Night Football. First thing about Monday Night Football, Peyton and Eli show. So much better than the other broadcast. Most of their guests were a little boring. Russell Wilson is going to be such a good commentator one day. Mm-hmm. He's just got it. He's he, just got it. He's got it. He's got. I it. could also see him taking like the straight hand route though. Being more celebrity. Not being... not commenting on football really that much and just going on something like Good Morning America. Yeah. Because um, he's got the ends all over all over. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also commentating the same night. His wife was wearing a, a disgust, a hideous dress. But she was flexing a Super Bowl ring to the Met Gala. What if she would have lost that Super Bowl ring? Are we talking about the Met Gala? Nah, I don't want to. Should we go ahead and get it over with? Can I get the last football point in oh, for yeah, week one recap? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Derek Carr is winning the passing title this year, currently. Can't take it away from him. Not yet. Say what you want, can't take the passing title away from him right now. Say what you want, he is so scary to look at. Man, do you know, when you bet Raiders... It's a you, whirlwind. When you bet Raiders plus three and a half, and... Derek Carr has the ball in overtime you pack up shop you get a bed and you act like you never had that money because you lost it and that's exactly what I did but guess what Derek Carr came through for us yeah he did 
and I'm never going to bet on him again because it was too scary. Well, he almost came through for you guys, and then a touchdown got overturned. It becomes third and goal. He throws a pick in the end zone. Yeah. That's and, then, and then your money's lost again. That's Derek Carr for you. But then you get it back. Mm-hmm. And then you make a broken play into a touchdown. And that's that's Raider football. Ugly, ugly wins to finish the season a little bit above 500 and be in the hunt. Raiders will always be in the hunt in about week 14. I think it's more like week 10. <laughs> they start to they start to peel off after They'll that. They'll probably lose about three in a row week 11 through 14. But then 15, 16, two wins, you're like, they're back in the hunt, and they never make the playoffs. And then 17, when no one's trying, they'll beat dog shit out of someone. And then the offseason comes, and it's the the news cycle of, is Derek Carr the right quarterback for the Raiders? Mm-hmm. And then they eventually can't do anything else, so they just same cycle over and over and over again. But their stadium is electric. They literally have a club in it. I love their stadium. With fans, untouched. I would go to it. I'll say it. I also love the new LA stadium. It's so beautiful. It's so nice. Why can't they plop one of those in Raleigh? I think I would pay money just to go run around on the field. That'd be so fun. Like $100. Hey, but we'll be in Jerry's world soon. Yeah, we will. We'll talk about that as it gets closer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go ahead. Talk about the Met Gala. What is the Met Gala? Because every year it's just rich people dressing cool and weird and i see them walk down the carpet and then i don't know what they do after that is it a is it an art gala i didn't see any art i have literally zero idea what what a gala is and it's like thirty thousand dollars to attend or something i think it's just like where people stand around with like champagne glasses and someone gives a speech who's giving a speech there though i don't i don't know let's go ahead and talk about it timothy chalamet and shea gilgis alexander were the two best dressed what about steph Gosh, I forgot how good Steph looked, too. He was also very well-dressed. What about Lil Nas? Lil Nas came out looking like C-3PO, if you didn't see it. They said that he looks like the knee, the villain of the crimson chin <laughs> in the Fairly Odd Parents. He does. Maybe that's what he was going for. I just don't understand what the Met Gala is. It's cool because every year, I'm like, oh, it's the Met Gala, whatever. And then the then the pictures start coming out, and I just immediately look at all of them. And I'm like, oh, that dress sucks. Oh, whatever that guy's wearing sucks. I think basically what it is is a fashion show that you put celebrities in and then you give them your clothes and you're like, oh, they're wearing this to the Met Gala. Oh, okay. So they're wearing this designer, this up-and-coming designer, blah, blah, blah. It's worth $50,000, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I don't well, understand we, it. I mean, we might be there one day. Could someone send me like a description of what the Met Gala means? Someone give me, someone give me a synopsis of what it is. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look it up and put the time into it Mm-mm, because not one bit. I don't understand high high society. Uh, and one, I frankly don't care enough about it. Facts. But one last note about the Met Gala, 2021. Jack Harlow was there at the one of the most prestigious events in America, in New York City, and then the next day, he was at the grimy, sweaty Ritz in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, he was. So priorities. Got to get back on tour. Got to get back to the city. The salute, salute to you, Jack Harlow, who was also, I thought, was very well-dressed at the Met Gala. Yes, he was wearing Tommy Hilfiger. Nice. Keep I it only, classic. I only saw that on his Instagram. Can't miss Can't miss doing that. Mm-mm. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. One lady was dressed as a horse. I didn't see that. Whole-ass horse. For why? I don't know. What? <laughs> Save the horses? Is that a movement? Like, does she have back legs? No. It was like the front of her dress was an entire horse head that stuck out like three feet. So like she's bumping into people all all damn night. How do you 
How do you like justify like putting that on? Like, how do you get dressed at your hotel room? How do you get there once that's on? I don't know. Must be a nightmare. What kind of Uber does that fit in? Not an Uber. A taxi? Limousine that they probably got. You think those people pulled up in Ubers? Oh, oh, last note about the Met Cali. Kim K looked like a demon. She looked like a ninja. She looked like something you would imagine would sneak into your house at night. All black everything, couldn't even see her face. It was tough. Know. Scary. It was tough. When I saw a picture of her and Kanye. Uh-huh. You couldn't even see her in the picture. Did you know it was Kanye, though? Well, yeah, because he was wearing normal clothes. Did they not get divorced? No. I'm confused. They're riding it out. That's that's love. That's marriage. Even after Drake hit? Even after Drake hit. That's marriage. <laughs> that's love. <laughs> that's big love. Um, good right. for them. I think that's enough in the Met Gala. Someone enough send us the, what it means. Enough in the Met Gala. Um, so we'll get into good pats getting the kennels then. Yes. So I will go ahead and give a good pat to Nickelodeon. The NVP trophy is back. The Nickelodeon is it the Nickelodeon Valuable Player? Yep. Nick Valuable Player. Yep. So, Kyler Murray won Week One, and he has now been inducted into the Slime Hall of Fame. What so, they gave it out Week One? They give it out every single week on their show. So, let's go ahead. Congratulations, Kyler Murray. You and Mitch Trubisky stand amongst gods, looking over us mortals <laughs> as the only two ever MVPs. Um, <laughs> what's the point <laughs> what's the point oh my god what's the so slime great. hall of fame um i'm just gonna i don't know i'm just gonna go ahead and get my good my get in the kennel get in the penal get in the penal yeah you're feeling it today get in the penal to matt drool um he, he decided just won a game he decided to punt from the 33 yard line like your own 33 yep and uh so, you know how we cut Joe's... No, the other team's 33. Yeah, the other team's 33. So, a 50-yard field goal. Yeah. And so, you know how we cut Joey Sly to, to trade for that Ryan Santosa guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, they cut him on Monday. So, now who's kicking? Uh, Zane Gonzalez. Oh, shit. So, they, so, we cut Joey Sly, who was a good kicker, to trade for this guy, to cut him after him being there for 10 days. And where did Joey go? Houston. Okay. The city. Wasn't Zane Gonzalez the kicker for the Cardinals for a while? Yeah. He was on the practice squad somewhere. I but don't now know. Now they have Matt Prater. On. But getting the kiddo Matt Drool, I'm tired of it. Okay. I'm tired of you. But go ahead, Brian. Take it away. Uh, getting the kennel to the NC State offensive coordinator. Uh, Tim Beck. For calling a running back pass on the goal line. A running back jump pass. All right. So. I will not confirm if that was the actual call. Let me. Let me. It was definitely the actual call. Okay, great. It was definitely a design play. Let me. Let me riddle you this, though. Paint the picture. Let me it's it's second and three from the three yard line. Mm-hmm. You got it's four down territory. You you got you got three plays to put that ball in the it's end. Seven zone. zero at this point. You're down by a score. It's still the first half. Momentum is on your side. Kinda. It was a good drive. It was on your side at the time. It was a very good drive. You have two of the best halfbacks in the ACC. Yep. What is what, what? What are you doing here? You you run the ball three times, or are you making one of them throw a ball that they can't see over the offensive line? It's the Pete Carroll. Why throw the ball on the on the goal line ever? Talk to Pete. Just run the ball. That's why he's in the kennel. <laughs> You're telling me these amazing. I know I'm so mad at him. You tell me these amazing backs can't get three yards in three plays. Tim Beck also looks Look, scarily like Mark Godfrey. And yeah, he does. Ugh. <laughs> I'm not even gonna get on that. What a man. 
But even if we get stopped on fourth and one from the one yard line on the goal line, I'm not going to complain if you're if you're going to run the ball because that's the best way to score a touchdown in that case. Mm-hmm. It's probably it's your offensive line's fault. Didn't get better enough, good enough push. Whatever. You can't have play call errors on the goal line. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. You give them the ball and you let them jump over the pile. Yep. Or find a hole. <laughs> NC State get in the kennel. The whole school. Whole school. Because that was embarrassing. What happened last um, weekend? Good pat to Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, and Latavius Murray, all for tricking the Ravens into signing them. Hey, L- LM had a good game. What, he had like four carries and 20 yards? Yeah, but he had a couple catches. Well, either Fantasy way, value. the big winners here are Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell. So who knows <laughs> if they can even play anymore. Uh, but good for them. Oh, LT had a touchdown. Look, L- LM. Yeah, he did. Let's, uh, let's go into picks this week. Let's start. We're just going to rattle off a couple college picks we like. I can go first. Go for it. Alabama first half. Spread doesn't matter. Who they're playing doesn't matter. They're playing They're playing Florida. Alabama first half. At Florida. Alabama first half. And they're favored by 14 and a half, I believe. So what is that, eight in the first half? Probably. Give I it can... to me. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma minus 22 and a half. Indiana plus three and a half at home against Cincinnati. Uh, Michigan minus 27 and a half. And then Army minus 34.5 against UConn. That's mine. You hate the board this weekend for yeah. college. So I took a look at the college board yesterday. I sent it to the fellas. I said, guys, I hate the board. I can't. I don't think I can touch it. To which Mike responded, weird, because I love it. Yeah, uh, I said, I can't touch this board this weekend because I hate every play on it. And then Michael sent me a picture of 12 bets being placed. Yep. So that's where we're at. Um, I would say what I like the most on it is Army minus 34 because I'm on the train of, hey, let's... Let's bury UConn. Let's bury UConn. And then this is my contrarian play of the day, which I think I'm going to be too scared to take it when Saturday comes. But how is Oklahoma only 22.5 point favorites against Nebraska? Take it now. Dude, I can't bet on Lock it in now. I can't bet. They should be they it should be 28 and a half. It should be 30 and a half. It should be closer you to You bet on Nebraska if you want to. I refuse. Dude, that's disgusting, but why would they not Oklahoma can put up a million points in 5 seconds and Nebraska sucks. So if the whole thing is makes sense, take the under. Everything's confusing. And I also want to take Florida at home full game though against Bama because I feel like they got something to prove. You can you, you know, can die on that hill, hey, brother. More I'm looking at it. I hate the board, but I'm gonna play it. Last one: o- Ohio State minus twenty four and a half against Tulsa. Bounce back week from big loss. But Tulsa's kind of good. Bounce back week from the big loss. Um, also, what's up, college football world, for scheduling two of America's teams against each other in Coastal Carolina and Buffalo? Uh, how do I pick? You here's how you bet this game. Over. You bet the over, and if you do it any other way, you're wrong because you're choosing sides. And you have to pick Coastal. But it's also, it's like Buffalo, dude. They run for like 700 yards a game. But, but I did that last week. It didn't work. I know. If you're betting one, you got to bet Coastal. However, we're just going to touch you over as a podcast and have fun. There's nothing wrong with having fun. All right. Let's jump into the NFL Week 2 picks. I will also be on the largest spread there is day of the game. So Same. I, I will do that as well. Go ahead and put me down for that one. All right. Tonight, Thursday night, we're going to give you the picks so you cannot say we didn't. We got Giants, Redskins. The line is three and a half in favor of the Redskins. Football team. You're going to have to bleep that out. Um, 
I'm going to take the Giants. I hate this game. I don't trust Taylor Heineke. I don't trust anyone. And 60% of the money is on the football team. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and take a guess. Daniel Jones' turnover is probably like minus 180. I'm taking that. Okay. There you go. That's the picks for Thursday night. And Michael is on the Giants. No, no, no. Actually, before we get into Sunday picks, okay, we're going to go ahead and insert this segment, the audio of when Michael submits his audio recording of his picks. He sent me his picks. He put them in the, he put them in the sheet. Did he? Yeah. No oh, audio. We're not doing audio? No audio this week. Forget it. Next week. That is such... That's not going to happen. No, I got it next week. It was It was kind of on me. I just texted him 30 minutes ago. And he got me his picks in. Oh, wow, dude. I was pretty close. Daniel Jones throws an interception. Minus 190. You're going to take it? Yep. Okay. Um. All right, let's go first game of the week. Your Panthers at home, plus three and a half against the Saints, over under 45. Since uh, this is your team, I'll go ahead and give Mike's pick first, the under. It's his under of the week. <laughs> under 45 is his under of the week. My pick is the Panthers. The Saints should be favored by so many more points here. Mm-hmm. Panthers never beat the Saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jameis looked good last week. Their defense looked great. They held the Packers to three mm-hmm. and beat them by 35. They should be favored by at least a touchdown here. Mm-hmm. i got to take the Panthers. That's what I was thinking. That's why we're going to sprinkle. Hear me out. This is going to be weird. We're okay. going to sprinkle Panthers plus three and a half. Mm-hmm. We're going to hammer Panthers money line. Mm. Well, reverse there. I thought you were going to say hammer Saints money line. I know. I, I, now that would be a way to play. No, no, no. Uh, Panthers, Panthers are winning this game. I might take the alt line on them. If they show me an alt line of them at minus three and a half, I might, I might take it. Okay. Panthers are going to win this game. I think they're better than what people think, and I also think the Saints are inflated right now because last week shouldn't have happened the way it did. Yes. So. Um, next game, we got the Rams going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Uh, the Rams are favored by three and a half. The over-under is 48. Michael has picked the Rams. Can we talk about something? Yep. Uh, do we think Carson Wentz is good? I don't know. He didn't look terrible. I think I, I have a personal grudge against him. Okay. Here's what happened. Last week, I didn't know what side I wanted to pick in this game. Mm-hmm. I ended up betting on the Seahawks. I think it was the same exact spread, same exact situation, a good team coming in to play the Colts, who no one really knows what they're going to be this year. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, they have a solid defense, and their offense is always a question mark. I think with it still being week two, we can take advantage of Vegas here. Give me the Rams. Oh, my God. I ha- I'm taking the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. uh, my hammer <laughs> lock of the week is now Colts plus three and a half because of what Brian just said. <laughs> I refuse to be on anyone's side that says, I'm going to take advantage of Vegas. <laughs> Dude, Colts are going to... Oh, my God. I'm not going to say anything else. We're going to leave it at that. All right. We're let's go, in, let's go into the next game. Vikings going to Arizona to play the Cardinals. This line also doesn't make sense. Cardinals minus three and a half, over under 55 and a half. Mike has picked the Vikings. Fuck, dude. I ha- The most frustrating thing in the world is that I'm going to have to bet the Vikings on the road against Kyler Murray. I think the more frustrating part is I'm going to have to bet the Cardinals at home after how they played last week, and I know that this game is going to be decided by a game-winning field goal. Yes, 100%. <laughs> Like, I have to take the minus three and a half. This is the no, perfect line. This is the perfect time to buy it down. You got to buy it down. You got to buy it down. If you think it's a field goal game, you might. You got to buy it down. Maybe I should take Cardinals money line. Late of the juice. I don't know. I'm on the Vikings on this because Cardinals, I think Cardinals here should be four and a half. 
And I'll go ahead and say it. I think it should be a full point favorite. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. This is my over of the week. Wow. Kirk is doing it like that? No, Kyler is doing that like oh, that. Oh, okay. So Cardinals are going to account for the Bengals, 38. The, the Bengals last week put up 27 against the Vikings. What can and Kyler they're not Murray good. Do? That's why I'm taking Cardinals team total under. Okay. Full game over. Imagine how weird that that would be. The Vikings would have to win in a blowout. <laughs> like you might take the Vikings alternate line. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet the Vikings in this because it doesn't make sense to me. I think I don't know how Cardinals should be at least four and a half here, maybe five and a half. Give me the Cardinals. All right, you're on it. We are now on everything differently. No, we're both on we're both on the Panthers. Uh, let's go into the next game. Uh, Tennessee Titans are going to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are minus six and a half, over under fifty four. Uh, Mike ha- is double betting this game at Titans spread and Titans money line. Uh, Worst part is, I'm 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 gonna have to take the Titans. I changed my pick. I refuse to bet this game. Okay. I'm recusing myself from this game. This game is disgusting because the Titans looked like shit. The Seahawks looked, Russ looked like Russ. Mm-hmm. Now they're a full, almost a touchdown favorite against the Titans. I think it's an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction too, but at the same time, it's like I also see just think C- ab- I can see Russ though for four hundred yards. Just think about how much of the public money is going to be on the Seahawks. <laughs> well, hey, you yeah. have to fade them. My bet is to be determined on this. I need to see what the public's thinking. Titans plus six and a half. My pick. Um, let's go into the Austin Moore segment. Cowboys are playing the Chargers. Chargers minus three and a half. Quick note in the Austin Moore segment. Um, I told you originally that the Chargers are going to be in my personal top five this year of teams I root for. Mm-hmm. They have officially dropped out. Yeah, they're boring. They No, not because they're boring. One is because they hurt Fitzmagic. Yeah, that's... That, yeah, that's look. number two, actually. We'll go reverse order. That's two. Number one is that they released the Money Badger. Yeah, Big Badgley. What the happened? Kicker. Uh, it was probably because he missed all those game-winning field goals. What happened? You don't cut a guy for showing some heart and not being scared to kick him. That's fair. That's fair. I feel some, betrayed. Some, some kickers don't even want to be in that moment. He wanted to be in it. He might not have come successful every single time, but he wanted to be in that moment. I feel betrayed. Um, but can we talk about how this line... Is also incredibly frustrating. Chargers minus three and a half, over under fifty five and a half. I think the Chargers should be a point favorite. I think it should be pick 'em. Mm-hmm. But they're favored by more than a field goal. Which makes me think over public money is gonna come in on the Cowboys. Over which is, makes me think I have to take the Chargers. Over is my pick. Uh Michael has picked the Cowboys money line as his underdog of the week. Right. I'm gonna be on Chargers because I don't like the way this looks and I think it should be a pick 'em. Sorry to hear that for you. Maybe not a pick. One and a half from the Chargers. But, ugh, a little gross. Their Vegas is all in my head this week. Let's get into the Sunday night game because we're not even going to talk about the Monday night game. So this is the last game that we're going to talk about. Chiefs-Ravens. Ravens are at home, plus three and a half, over under 54 and a half. Um, I hate it. Yeah, this one's, uh, this one's one I don't want to even look at. What, how do you even play this? Because it's like, I feel like Ravens didn't look good. Chiefs looked like the Chiefs. They can still score all they want. Exactly. 
So do you do you have to bet the Ravens as home dogs? Do you have to bet the under? Ooh, that's a thought. Just a fifty-four and a half is so many points. It's so many points for the Ravens. Stevens is still like I'm saying that after taking over fifty-five and a half the Cowboys <laughs> Chargers. Yeah, but that's come on. That's the boys. That's the boys. You got to take the boys overs. Um, yeah, I'll get on. I'll get on the under for this one because I don't. Well, no, that's so many points. Maybe it goes over. I'm going to be on the Ravens. I'm going to be on the Ravens. Michael contrarian, took the Chiefs. Contrarian betting. Michael took the Chiefs. I refuse. It, dude, the Chiefs, whenever you see them less than a touchdown favorite, doesn't make any sense. Something always feels off. Just like something last week. always feels off. And you're like, ah, this doesn't make sense. Um, let's go into our underdogs of the week. Um, Michael, as previously stated, took Cowboys as his underdog of the week. My pick mm-hmm. is Eagles plus three and money line mm-hmm. against the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. You don't think the 49ers are legit? They played the Lions. And they let up. They didn't even cover. And they let Jared Goff throw for over 400 yards. They didn't even cover. Uh-uh. Wow. That's actually a great pick, Brian. Like where your head's at. I don't like that you're complimenting it like that. Uh, now I feel shaky. My underdog of the week is the Vikings. I have to. I have to. Okay. I have to. It, I don't like it. It hurts me to say, but I got to. Oh, um, God. Green Bay, Detroit is the Monday night game. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Don't want to watch that. The shit bowl. God, what a horrible game. Another battle of the North. What a horrible game. Um, let's go into over under of the week. I'll go I'll go first again. I got both I got both here. Under of the week. Forty five and a half in Bears Bengals. Under. Over of the week. <laughs> I love I, for, sorry sorry to cut you off no go ahead love a Chicago Bears under uh huh their offense screams unders um over of the week over 50 and a half in Cardinals Vikings yeah I mean Kyler can easily get 31 of those points by himself mm-hmm. um here's an interesting one I'm gonna take Pat's Jets over someone had to I think it's going to be a four-touchdown game from the Patriots, and the Jets are going to do just enough to get us over. Just like they almost did in the Panthers game. Yeah. That game, I don't even know what the other That game is. definitely hit the under. Uh, yeah, unless the over was at 32 and a half. Uh-huh. That game hit the under. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Why not? That seems like a lot of points for them to get. Mm-hmm. For teams that aren't, don't have, like, tremendous But offenses. I also think this could be the week Patriots pitch a shutout. I don't know. They're Zach, a little sad about that Z- loss in Miami. Zach Zach got the hits out of the way. He knows what it feels like. He's gonna be he's gonna be locked in. Which he didn't look terrible. No, but he actually looked kind of good. It's hard to do anything when uh, there's three people in your in the pocket within a second of the ball being snapped. Here's an and idea. then Mikael Becton went down. Here's an idea. Jets trade for a few offensive linemen. <laughs> they can never. No, they would hate that. They took Elijah Vera Tucker in the first round, and he did not have a good night. And Mikael Becton last year. He's injured now, so shit's looking bad, Zach. All right, everyone, listen up. I don't want to hear any complaints that we didn't put this out on Thursday, okay? Today's Thursday. It's been a busy week. We got a lot going on. <laughs> the picks stand. We even, we, we're recording this pregame. It is currently 7.03 and the podcast is over. Mm-hmm. So you take our picks, you get what you get. We appreciate you listening. We, hold on, we need to add a disclaimer. Disclaimer. We are not liable for any losses. No, we're not. 
This is purely for fun and information and for entertainment. Do not blame us if you lose money. Hey, and but if you win money, congratulate us. Thank us. And send us a tip. And we'll see you back here next week. Bucks and six.